Section 12 of The Mentor, Famous English Poets. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Mark Thomas. The Mentor, Famous English Poets, Volume 1, Number 44. Serial Number 44, 1913 by Hamilton Wright Maybe. Section 12. William Wordsworth. At the age of 21, William Wordsworth was so undecided as to what he wanted to do for a living that his relatives believe he would turn out to be a good-for-nothing. At the age of 35, he had finished a tremendous poem in 14 books, which he had begun because he was not ready at the time to take up anything more difficult. Wordsworth was born at Cockermouth in Cumberland, England, on April 7, 1770, the son of John Wordsworth, a lawyer. When he was only fifteen, he wrote as a school task an account in poetry of his summer vacation. He entered Cambridge at the age of seventeen, but did not get along well there because he did not like his studies nor the discipline of the college. In those days, when there was no railroads or trolley lines, it was a custom for young Englishmen who could afford it to take the walking trips through Europe during their vacations from college. In the summer of 1790, Wordsworth made a tour through France and among the Alps, and was much affected by the beauties of nature he saw particularly at Lake Como. He graduated from St John's College, Cambridge in 1791 with a degree of Bachelor of Arts. The French Revolution came along about this time, and together with most of the progressive young men of the day, Wordsworth hailed it with enthusiasm. But later the horrors of the Revolution disgusted him, although he always remained a Republican in principle. Wordsworth friends urged him to enter the ministry, and he himself thought a little of becoming a lawyer, but he finally decided to write for a living, and a poor living it was at first. Sometimes he had hardly enough to eat. He published his first poems in 1793, An Evening Walk, Addressed to a Young Lady, and Descriptive Sketches Taken During a Pedestrian Tour of the Alps. Two years later, his poverty was lightened by a legacy of $4,500 left him by a friend, and his sister Dorothy went to keep house for him. She helped him in many ways and cheered his spirits. In 1802, he married Mary Hutchinson, and about the same time inherited $9,000 from his father. Three years later, he finished that long poem in 14 books, The Prelude, containing an account of the cultivation and development of his own mind. This was not published until after the poet's death. Wordsworth continued to write many poems, most of which had to do with the beauties of nature. Nature in all her forms was his delight. He liked to walk by himself in the fields and talk to the poorer people, those nearest to the soil. He was a simple, kindly and much loved by those who knew him. In 1843, Wordsworth succeeded Robert Southey as Poet Laureate of England and was recognised as the greatest living English poet. He held this honour only seven years, as he died at Rydell Mount, his home in England, on April 23, 1850. Prepared by the editorial staff of the Mentor Association. End of section 12. Read by Mark Thomas.